Pastor Jeff Johnson on A Love from Above. Now, our priority is to love one another. And it's not an emotional love thing. It's not a fleshly thing. (laughs) It's an act of the will, isn't it? It's an act of my will to allow God's agape love to flow through my life to those around me. It's an act of will, my will. I just say, I I will obey the Lord. I will love, even though I don't understand it. And, and, but I, I just know that this is what God wants me to do with this person and this situation. And it brings glory to God. Your spirit leads me In light of all that you've said and done, do you ever feel unlovable, unworthy of love? Well, here's some good news for you. God loves you in spite of all of that, and He proved it at the cross. Today on Sound Doctrine, we'll be encouraged to follow His example by walking in light and love. God wants to spread His love around through us. Here's Pastor Jeff Johnson to explain from 1 John chapter 2, Part two of his message, Love Never Changes. into sin, David cried out. He said, hey, Psalm 51, 5, I was conceived in my mother's womb in sin. From my mother's womb in sin, I was born into it. It's every human being is born into sin. It's a horrible thing, but blame Adam. He's the one that really blew it. And we paid the price. But God had another plan, didn't he? to take those who are in this sinful nature and turn it around and give them a new nature in his son. A baby is like an unsaved person. What do you mean? Well, they're dirty. Sometimes they stinketh. They're loud when when you don't want them to be. (laughs) They're self-centered big time. And very rebellious. Titus, <laughs> over in Titus chapter 3, as Paul is writing there to Titus in verse 3, he says, And we ourselves, BC days, also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving dyers' lusts and pleasures, lying in malice and envy. We were hateful and we hated one another. <laughs> Boy, what a, what a list there. We just hated one another. We loved ourselves, but hated one another. These are works of the flesh that the Bible talks about. In Romans chapter 8, verse 13, Paul mentions here in Romans eight thirteen, he says, 
If you live after the flesh, you're going to die. And he's talking about eternally. But if you through the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, do put to death the deeds of the body, you're going to live. See, the only way we can really and truly experience fullness of life is to deal with the enemy. That's our own flesh. And to put, mortify, to put to our account that Jesus died, and when Jesus died, I believed in him, I died with him. So I died to myself. But nevertheless, I live because of, of Jesus. He lives. Because I live, you shall live also. But we, ha- we need to identify with his death. That's so important. Dead to self. Born again, a new nature. Being spirit-led. Led by his spirit. A new nature is the spirit nature. Over in um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and I hope you're marking some of these down. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9. Listen to this. In 4.9, but as touching brotherly love, you need not that I write unto you, for you yourselves are taught of God to love one another. I don't need to tell you to love one another. You've already been taught that. You've heard that from the very beginning of your relationship with Christ, and you are doing that. If you have a relationship with him, you're loving one another. And then I love Romans 5, verse 5, where he says... Oh, this is, this is a heavy verse. And, and he says in Romans 5, 5, And hope makes not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. God gives us his spirit. He gives us his agape love to love others around us. That's an awesome verse. This is how we love. It's through God's love for us. In us to those around us so old things have passed away behold all things have become new we now love with his agape there's a new emphasis see and that's what jesus was saying there's a new emphasis about this love over in uh, john 13 verse 3 jesus knowing that the father had given him all things into his hands he was come that he was come of, from God and went to God. He rises from supper and he gets a towel and he girds himself and he begins to wash the disciples' feet. Interesting. A new emphasis. And then in verse 15, he says, For I have given you an example. He's always the greatest example. That you should do as I have done unto you. Wash one another's feet. Don't get into the dirt. Don't pass the dirt around. Wash it off. Bring that individual into cleansing. Share the blood of Jesus Christ. Pray with them. But do it as as I have done to you. Do it to those around you. Now, our priority is to love one another. And it's not an emotional love thing. It's not a fleshly thing. It's an act of the will, isn't it? It's an act of my will to allow God's agape love to flow through my life to those around me. It's an act of will, my will. I just say, I I will obey the Lord. I will love. Even though I don't understand it, 
And, and, but I, I just know that this is what God wants me to do with this person and this situation. And it brings glory to God. Romans 13, 8. I already read it to you. Owe no man anything but to love one another. That's, what, that's our debt. That's what we owe. For he that loves another has fulfilled the law. We have a debt. We need to love one another. Obedience to God. Do you remember his example over in uh, Peter? In 1 Peter, Jesus did something very powerful. And Peter brings it out in verse 21 of 1 Peter chapter 2. He said, For even hereunto were you called. We were called, yes. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps. Whoa, that's heavy. You mean follow in his steps of suffering? Yes. That I might know his power and the fellowship of his suffering? Yes. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. We can be a good cheer because he's overcome. So we're going to have suffering. Follow in his steps. There will be suffering. I mean, nobody's going to get away from that. But God can be glorified in it and through that suffering. He did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, he didn't revile. When he suffered, he didn't threaten. He didn't threaten anybody. He didn't say, you shouldn't be doing this. You're wrong. What are you doing nailing me to a cross? I never did a thing. He didn't say anything like that. But he did do one thing. It says in 1 Peter 2, 23, he committed himself to God that judges righteously. He just laid it down to the Father. And he gave himself to the Lord, to the Lord God. I like that. Father, and then the next words out of his mouth were, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So a lot of times, we're just not giving it to the Lord. We're not seeking the Lord to love through us. Because if we were, we could do the very same thing, follow his example, and love those who even crucify you? Yeah. Remember 1 Corinthians 13? What's that called? The love chapter. You want to know about love? Get into the love chapter. It's powerful. Something about it. It says, without this love, without agape love, Paul says you are nothing. You're a tinkling symbol. You are nothing. You can do nothing. Without this agape love, I have no life. I have no witness. I have no shine whatsoever. Because it's key. It's in Jesus in my life. But his love through us reveals that I'm in the light. I'm doing okay. I'm experiencing his life. Because, again, I want to remind you of that scripture we've already read once, but it needs to be read more than once. And that is 1 John 3, 14. We know that we have passed from death to life. How do we know this? Because we love the brethren. We love everyone. He that loves not his brother abides in death. So the first way, it's new. But the second way, in verse 18, it's, it's fresh. The first way is new in time. It was introduced in the very beginning. God always said, this is how you're to be living. And then later on, 
It became fresh in Christ and very revealing. And if you notice in verse 8, let's go to our text again. 1 John 2.8, again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true where? In him. It's true in him. And because it's true in him and you've received him, and it's true in what? You. <laughs> wow. Because the darkness is passing. The word there should be passing. And the true light now shineth. In him and through him. He lived this way and told us we also will be able to live this way if we do it in him. We live in him, so we love in him. That's the only way he can do it. His example was to commit himself to God. He did. He did do that on the cross, didn't he? He committed himself to God. He never hated, except he, there was a few things he hated. He hated sin and disobedience. He didn't like it. <laughs> That's two things that he didn't like. But he never hated the sinner, did he? no matter what they were into. He never hated them. He loved his disciples even though they broke his heart at times. As you invest in people, sometimes a long time, they can turn and just break your heart. And they broke his heart. Peter's impulsiveness broke his heart so many times. Thomas's unbelief, Judas's treachery. Oh, he loved them. And now he says, love as I have loved you. He loved the tax collectors even. Wow. <laughs> A lot of people love tax collectors, right? He loved the drunkards, the prostitutes, the thieves. In fact, he was crucified in between two thieves. And he looked at one of them and said, I'll remember you. Today you'll be with me in paradise. And yet, he really was the greatest thief, wasn't he? Jesus. You know that, don't you? Because he stole our hearts. What a thief. <laughs> but what a glorious victory when he gets a hold of your heart. He loved all. He healed them. He fed them. He held the little babies, even though they threw up on him. No, I mean, you know, I don't know what happened, but, or did other things on him, but he held them. He played with the kids. He loved children. He loved his enemies who called him Satan. You are Satan. You know, and he just loved them. He let them arrest him, beat him, crucify him. And then he died for them when he said, Father, forgive them. John 15, gospel again, verse 13. Greater love has no man than this, than a man lays down his life for his friends. Wow, he sure laid that down, didn't he? He really gives. Love one another. A new emphasis. I mean, this whole... Looking at Jesus, his example, it does give a new emphasis to the thing. With the results of life, and that's what John's been talking to us about, joy, victory. I mean, you want to enter into real life, real joy, 
real victory, then you need to enter into this relationship. Later on, we're going to be talking about 1 John 4, 7 and 8, where John says, if you want to look at that, 1 John 4, 7 and 8, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knoweth not God, for God is love. Again, sharing with us how this separates. This is being a Christian. And then in our text there in verse 8 of 1 John 2, he talks about because the darkness is passing, the true light now shines. And I love that because what is he saying? He's saying that Isaiah's prophecy has come true. What is that prophecy? Isaiah 60. In verse 1 and 2 of Isaiah 60, Arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. For behold, gross darkness shall cover the earth and the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. So the light of the Lord. If we walk in the light, John 1, 7, we have fellowship one with another, with God. If we walk in the light, his blood cleanses us, we have fellowship. So to walk with God is to walk in light, is to walk in love. To hate is to walk in darkness. It's a simple teaching, isn't it? You're either in darkness or you're in light. You're either receiving the blessings of the Lord and the love of God or the anger and the hatred of the world and darkness. Christmas, his birth, was and is a celebration of a new day, a fresh new day. (laughs) Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new when Jesus is allowed to have room in your heart. When you invite him in, it all changes from that point on. That's why all over the world, this is a celebration. All over the world, people are singing the songs. And if you really got into some of the verses of the songs we sang this morning, you can see why, the depth of them. That speaks of all that he has done. Oh, come ye to Bethlehem, you know. It's a celebration, (laughs) Get your eyes where they need to be. Because of Jesus, we now are walking in God's love. That's so needed for this hurting world. The light of life and of love. Over in Matthew 4, verse 16, it says, The people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and of the shadow of death... Light has sprung up. Now, this is all speaking of the coming of the Lord. Born as a baby to die for the sins of the world. So here we have these two kingdoms. Proverbs also. Let me read the proverb I have here because it's, it kind of puts some light on this. Verse 18 of chapter 4 of Proverbs. But the path of the just is as the shining light. It shineth more and more into the perfect day. 
the day of completion, the day that's coming, the day we're waiting for. But it's, it's getting brighter because the world is getting what? Darker. So two kingdoms, Satan's, which is hate and lies and darkness. And then there's Christ's kingdom, which is truth and love and light. Remember, he is our example. John 13 and verse 34 sums it up, where Jesus says, A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love to one another. To love as he loves is to be in Christ. We have passed from death to life. I know this because he's given me his agape love. There's a song we used to sing and once in a while, we sing it again. It's out of John 14, 27. And this is, this is the song. He says, my love I give unto you. It's a love that this world cannot give. It's a love that this world cannot understand. Love to know. Love to live. Jesus says, my love I give unto you. My question is, does anybody need this love? Because Jesus is saying, come to me, and I will set you free. I'll give you God's love. It'll become real to you. You'll have the best Christmas. My spirit will be upon you. My spirit will be in you. I will give you a new nature. I mean, he's just laying it out there. You can be a new creature in Christ, a new creation in Christ. Old things are done. All that you have in the past and whatever has been going on, it's done. When God forgives, he forgets. A new slate on life. And then, even then, we're not perfect, are we Christians? We blow it. But we have an advocate with the Father, even Jesus Christ. And John's been sharing this with us. He'll intercede for us and we can confess our sins. And what? He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we get back, uh, back on schedule. It's not that we're playing games with God or trying to pull the wool over his eyes. Hey, he knows we're sinners. It's we're being humble and we're being honest and we're realizing that we live in one of our enemies and we deal with it. And that keeps us right there. Again, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. There's not a better life, guys. Your conscience, you talk about a mind that is at rest. God forgives me. God loves me, as John said. And the the disciple that Jesus loved, and he's smiling, (laughs) that's me. He loves me. Even though I blow it, and even though I, 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 I'm a knucklehead at times, he loves me. And he sent his son to die for me and to shed his blood that my mind would be cleansed, my heart would be new, I would be able to walk in his love and, and experience true Christmas. So the invitation goes out to each one of us before Christmas. To give your heart to him. Make room in your life for him. Thank you for tuning in to today's message by my Saba, my grandpa, Pastor Jeff Johnson. 
the founding pastor of Calvary Chapel Downey. To listen to more messages by Pastor Jeff, visit sounddoctrineradio.org or download the app Sound Doctrine Podcast on the App Store. God bless you. Here at Sound Doctrine, we like to recommend resources that can help you grow in Christ through the sound doctrine contained in God's Word. Today, we'd like to suggest a passion for Jesus. This is a collection of easy-to-read daily devotionals. You'll hear from Kay Smith, Lenya Heitzig, Karen Johnson, Sharon Reese, Karen Pulley, Gail Mays, just to name a few, as they pour out their hearts, sharing personal experiences of God's faithfulness. It's both edifying and encouraging at the same time. Available right now online at sounddoctrineradio.org. Then click on the store or call us at 800-353-7553. Please also remember us in your prayers and giving to the Lord. People are hungry for God's truth and in desperate need of it. And with your help, we can deliver it to them over the radio and internet. You can make a secure donation online at sounddoctrineradio.org or call 800-353-7553. If you find these daily studies encouraging, we'd like to know. So email us today at sounddoctrine at calvarydowney.org. And please also mention the station that you listen to. That's sounddoctrine at calvarydowney.org. There's more to come in 1 John, and we'll pick up where we left off next time on Sound Doctrine with Pastor Jeff. May God richly bless and strengthen you as you live according to Sound Doctrine. This program is brought to you by Calvary Chapel Downey. So Father,